Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town, I'm Lou Gregory and here's what's coming up today. It was our final pre-season game as we welcomed Premier League West Ham to Kenilworth Road and got a one-all draw, brilliant game and a very strong West Ham team. I think we held ourselves pretty firm, didn't we? It was a good game, good point and a good way to start the brand new season next weekend. Today we'll discuss that one-all draw against West Ham in a little bit more detail. Also, home debut for the goalkeeper. I always try and pronounce his name Gordon. Should, Ethan should we go Horvath 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 yeah whatever it is either one made a couple of brilliant saves today we're going to talk about him and also just a few other bits a few news reports today reporting that Adebayo was subject of a £5 million bid from DC United and Wayne Rooney uh, can't see that happening but look we'll discuss everything about that today on the podcast um I was going to say welcome back, but it's me who was away last week. Yeah, I already say back, welcome Luke. back to welcome myself. Back, welcome back to our podcast, Luke. How yeah. are you? Thank nice you. Nice to see you. I listened to the podcast last week in Germany, and I thought you guys did very well. Thank you. Well done. What do you want? I wanted you to be a little <laughs> bit more close to the mic. That's what yeah, I wanted. I knew I was going. Yeah. But apart from that, mate, it was good. Why don't you hit your it dog on it, mate? He's a bit more loud than I am. Look, you can hear like the dog clearer than me from like two rooms away. Yeah, well, he's louder than you, isn't he? Well, yeah. Um... Well, look, let's get some three-word reviews of Luton Town 1, West Ham United 1 in our final pre-season game before the season kicks off. Uh, Dave says, click a class above. Freddie, promising and hopeful. Steve says, Elijah looked good. Rob says, Ethan Horvath, class. Dan, another defender needed. Richard says, strength and depth. And Mark says, so many positives. And Sean Tom Hatt says, just a friendly, which is very true. But friendlies are important. It's a good way of... of getting match fitness into into players and tactics across so it sort of was a friendly wasn't it but it didn't really at times feel like a friendly I mean I, I mean there were times where it was a very competitive game so friendly yes but yeah, a very competitive friendly wouldn't you agree and I think a bit a bit of the crowd trouble as well towards the end wasn't it really yeah there's a few oh, I see a few I police I like that. yeah so what's that about it's a friendly apparently yeah it's Luton West Ham doesn't mean that's all that needs there. We, I know played, we haven't played for years, have we? I was going to say, I know it's just a friendly, but the team West Ham put out was extremely strong. And Nathan Jones said in this post-match that, you know, we were brave and we went over after them on the on the high press. So it, it, it did put us in good practice. And obviously, when you're playing a team like West Ham, they are going to have the ball a bit. We are going to have to be patient. We are going to have to hold our shape. So when you look at it like that, it probably was a really successful day and a really successful yeah, friendly yeah. game. I think structurally... Um, like you say like tactics and whatever else and going after I think that was the best the most pleasing thing to see I mean we might not have carved out many chances but we didn't need to I mean to hold a Premier League like I say a, a, I'd say a pretty much full strength Premier League side yeah friendly or no friendly it doesn't matter it's just good to get the minutes in the obviously in the bank and whatever else and just go from there and play well We've actually got a really, sorry, we're just looking through the running order. We've actually got a really packed podcast today. Loads to get through. Um, let's talk about the game, though, uh, the West Ham game. Starting 11, Horvath, 
Bree Burke, Osho Bradley, Doughty Berry, Campbell Clark, Cornick Adebayo. Good to see Luke Berry play. Yeah, yeah. it's always good to see Berry playing. I think at the game on, on on at the game, I did actually say, "Do you think this is our starting 11? Yeah. Um, Berry played really well. I thought played had a good game. Jones was asked that question in his post match. Is this a bit of an indication to what we can expect in that starting eleven? He kind of said it probably will be similar, mm-hmm. maybe one or two changes, like but and whatever else, yeah. But if that was our starting eleven, would you be happy with that next weekend? Look, I mean, every single player we've got at the club, I, I, I feel confident with them in the team. It's not like you know, you look at a certain player, go, oh, I don't know about that. I mean, especially in this team here. I mean, all due respect to Musgrave and you know. Mendes Gomez maybe you don't always have the you know most confidence maybe they haven't played enough football for us to have that confidence in them but when you look at your Breeze your Burks Bradley's obviously Doughty Berry whatever you look at players like that and you you know they're good players for me there's a couple of must starts in that lineup mm-hmm. they must yeah. start I'm looking at Campbell and Clark Clark was exceptional uh, against West Ham so Clark Campbell and Addy Bayo for me are must starters 100% must starters mm-hmm. Obviously, Sonny, we want to be, in, we want him to be there as well. And for me, yeah, it's a decent team. Would I be happy with that against Birmingham? Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Good players. You mentioning like Musque and Mendes Gomez, and you, you, you're looking at them as preseason. They haven't had loads of game time, and as a fan, I can't help but feel a little bit disappointed with the way Mendes Gomez has worked out because obviously he was so good for Morecambe. We sign him and you get really excited by it. And maybe it is still the fact that he is incredibly patient and he's been told, look, yep. give it a couple of years when he signed and you will be a, a, a starter for us. But are you guys a little bit disappointed that it's gone the way it has with him and he's maybe not seen as much game time as he would definitely like to? Yeah, maybe. I think, like you say, he was an exciting prospect that we, when we signed him and obviously I looked at him, he was one I looked at. Uh, we all well, think we all, we, all, uh, we all had the conversation. <laughs> okay, <that's> <laughs> Mate, it's been a busy day. You're drinking yeah. water as well. Yeah. yeah, I know. That's probably why I can't speak. I a beer. Sorry, where were you? And, uh, no, I was just saying, um, about obviously Mendes Gomez. Uh, Gomez. Yeah. Done it again, fucking hell. But basically, yeah, we got excited about him. We knew what he, yeah. what he brings to the table and... We just haven't seen a lot of him, and it is frustrating. But at the same time, there's obviously a reason for but that. It's a big step from Morecambe to to yeah. where we are right now. It's a big. It was a big step to take. So yeah, you know, yeah, of course, they the, the club must still see something in him. He hasn't gone yet, has he? So you know, they're going to develop him, and maybe in the years, you know, this, the end of this season, maybe he'll be contender. He's not going to leave a. He's not going to leave a club on his. You know, on the up unless he's. But would he yeah. benefit from a loan this season, or is it oh, now possibly. with five subs? He will be useful to us. Well, look, I mean, it's quick, isn't if they keep if they keep Dion Pereira in, in the squad and around the squad, like I see Mendes going, Mendes Gomez going out on loan. But then if Pereira goes out, I can see Mendes Gomez in and around the team. I think it's one or the other, really. Are they but, different players, Pereira and Mendes Gomez? Uh, well, yeah, I think personally, I think we'd probably benefit more from Pereira in, in the squad. At the moment, I'm not saying. Well, well he's done his time. Yeah, yeah, we know he's yeah, and he's he's a brilliant player. Too, yeah, and he, and I'd he, like to see him in and around the squad. You can see how he's developed because yeah. of when he's been out, and you know he was well thought of. At, was it Bradford he went to? Mm-hmm. Well thought of there. So um, yeah, it's it's going to be a tough one, isn't it, for Mendes Gomez to to establish himself at this moment? So if he had the chance to go out on loan to improve, he'll do it. I mean, with Mendes Gomez, I've always seen him um, every time he has played. I think he takes a bit of an age to do a certain, to do certain things. 
I think he needs to be a lot quicker if he's going to compete at championship level. I think back in League Two, obviously he could get away with it a lot more, you know, doing his, his skills and whatever else. But I think he's going to get a lot less time on the ball at this level. When I think yeah. maybe he needs to maybe take le- take less touches and whatever else. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's just what I've seen of him. Maybe he just needs to do that a bit more. But look, I'm not the manager. I have no idea. So let's see what happens at the beginning of the season. And if he's in and around the squad, if he don't even break into the squad or on the bench or whatever for the first. Four or five weeks, I think he's going to be off yeah. on his way out. Yeah. Well, he looked all right when they came on at the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, got some minutes eventually. What, what were you going to say, Dave? Well, I was going to say, if he doesn't get game time, there comes a point where he says to his agent, I need to get game time. And his yeah. agent will work it out for him. And, you know, so if he's in our plans, um, Nathan's got to manage that and he'll manage it well if he has to. Well, the first goal came at the weekend from a header from Suchek. Brilliant ball in from Cresswell on the left-hand side. Great when you look well. it back, it was a brilliant header as well, yeah. yeah. When you look at it back, uh, you could say maybe Cresswell's got too much time there to put that ball in the box. But with a player like that, Premier League quality, class left back, week in, week out for West Ham, um, you, you can't... That's one of them goals. As I always say, last season, if you're going to concede, just go fair play. It was a great goal. Brilliant yeah, cross, brilliant yeah, header, fair play. Fair. And how many times have we seen it in the Premier League as well? How many yeah. times have we seen Cresswell on the, on the ball and in Europe, whatever else, whip it in and... Suchek or whoever gets on the end of it heads it in like that it's do you know what I mean it's not uncommon for the Premier League or European football so for it only to happen once in 90 minutes against us is not a bad thing because to be fair they've got enough quality in the air in and around the box so yeah I thought we handled them quite well apart from that I was going to say like realistically in that first half that was their main chance it's not like they threatened hmm. us and I know it's a friendly and it, for them it's probably just keeping the ball and popping it around and creating chances and stuff but it's, it's not a lot. We had loads of saves to make in that first half. I think I think for me, the, the, one of the biggest things is um, our stamina really compared to theirs was pretty much equal. You know, we were pretty much on the game the whole time. We didn't look slow right. when we had the ball. Right, we didn't. So, yeah, it's disappointing to concede, but it didn't matter, did it? It didn't matter. It's, it's the game time again. It's game time, but it was a really competitive game. And I think we did. We held our own for all of the game, not just half the game. But all of the game, we played quite well. I mean, we even had periods during the game where it swayed in our favour and we were dominating yeah. a certain, like, all right, I'm not saying for, there were long periods or whatever at all, but there were moments that we were on top. But like there were moments when they were on top. But really, it wasn't like, I wouldn't say it was either team took control of the game. It was a bit like to and fro, wasn't it, really? But yeah. It was, oh, I thought it was impressive from us. Honestly, it was really impressive. And I'm, I'm happy with that. Like, going into the new season, that's given me a lot of confidence. So... Let's hope. Not a lot of saves to make in the first half, but two very important ones in the second from Horvath. Hor- can, can we, we just, just just do it? Someone tell me, please, how to pronounce that correctly. It's got to be Horvath, isn't it? Uh, can I just call him Ethan for now? Yeah, Ethan the keeper. Go for it. Um, just call him Horvath. There was a brilliant save to deny Vlasic. Vlasic. Oh, good. This is so much fun, isn't it? And the other one to deny Antonio, both from like kind of in one-on-one situations. And the first one's a cracking save. He, he yeah. pushes it away from danger, like because I think Antonio was maybe lurking in the middle of the box mm. there, and he's pushed it wide. And the second one, just a solid save from a one-on-one from a very good player. Uh, how impressed were you with him? Because we're talking about him a bit, but how impressed were you with him? He's brilliant. He was very, very good. He didn't put a foot wrong the whole game, did he? And like you say, a couple of really, really good saves, especially that one. It wasn't even the one-on-one save that really got me because I thought Antonio should have done a lot better and it was very poor on his behalf, but he still had to make the save. But it was that one where he pushed it. I think it was an angle. Who was it that took the shot, sorry? On the left-hand Vlasic. side. Vlasic was it. And obviously went across the goal and he obviously 
tipped it wide and uh, out, sorry. But no, nah, I thought that was the best save of the game. Brilliant, got, got down so well, didn't he? Gives you a little bit of confidence, doesn't yeah. it, in, in, in him coming into the team. I think he's going to be the number one starter, for mm. definite. We will talk about him again um, in around five, ten minutes' time. Uh, but back to the game. I think we had a we, we had a nice little spell in that second half where I think Campbell had a shot just wide and uh, Doughty down the left yeah. had a had a few opportunities to get to get it in the box and then uh, I don't know just kind of nothing really happened till the last minute the corner comes in is a nice little corner routine and, and Bradley tucks it home and to be fair you'd say I know it doesn't matter but a draw fair result in the end against a very good West Ham team yeah and we missed the goal yeah we did miss the goal but Ooh. you know you say it doesn't you say it doesn't matter. <laughs> But actually then to go in there and go, do you know what, lads? You scored a goal, you played really well, you held a Premier League team. It's a right confidence booster. Yeah, yeah, Get that bit of momentum up. on. And, you know, you never know where we'll end up. So, you know. And, we, and we did look dangerous. Like I said, yeah. against Premier League opposition, it was, it was very good to watch. Yeah. Um, it was pleasing. What impressed you the most then on Saturday from, from the final game? Who impressed me the most? No, well, just what impressed you as as a team? Or I'll be honest, the thing that impressed me the most was Alfie Doughty's touch. I think in the first half, oh, oh, that was unreal, wasn't it? Word, they need to get a clip of that and put it on YouTube. That is ridiculous. I get millions of views. <laughs> it was sick, wasn't it? Just the so ball, good. the diagonal, and a little spin, wasn't it? Like down the line. It's like, what? How's he done that? I thought I thought Clark and Campbell looked good. So Clark just looks so much better and better yeah. every single week, doesn't he? That that yeah. player, he just seems to be. Maybe in the back of your head, you're thinking, it, you know, are we outgrowing Clark? It's just like no, we're nah, not. He's no almost way. just growing with us have and looking stronger. That? No, no, but like I was going to say, mate, have you ever thought of that? Jesus, you need to take some time out of Brentford. Come watch no, no, but ser- no, seriously though, like he's growing with the club. It's meant yeah. as a compliment. I mean, like he's just getting better and better. It's not maybe with some players we're outgrowing him, but with him, yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely, he is growing with us and he's still he's looking better, brilliant. He? He's getting better as well. Just like a little touch of David Silver in him, the way he turns with the ball. And I, I thought to myself the other day, could he play at Premier League level? I just questioned it in my own head and I thought, could he? And I thought, he probably could, you know. I think he, I honestly think that he well, I think if we would have got good. up, he'd definitely get a chance. He, he's yeah. so good at adapting to everything. Like, he, he can play in different positions. You know what I mean? He adapts well. Even when he played at fullback that season, Oh, well, obviously not all season. You know what I mean? We did play at fullback. Brilliant. Plays number 10 brilliantly. Plays the normal side of any, like midfield or whatever. Brilliant. He's always just, just consistent, isn't he, when he plays. He's a brilliant player to have. I think there's a few things that impress me, but I think one of the main things is just the strength and depth we have now. And I know that was a three-word review at the start mm-hmm. of the podcast, but when you look at our bench and we're bringing on Morris and Woodrow and... Uh, Pereira and, and Mendes Gomez you know we've got such strong options now on the bench where last season maybe we could have had a bit more firepower to come off the bench but this year it does look like we're going to be a lot stronger which is going to be yeah. great yeah I think um, the other thing that just a little bit worrying for me is uh, are we setting ourselves up to lose Eddie Bayo in the January window for me that's the only thing that's worrying I don't think me. you really lose players in January anymore well who knows I always felt last season, uh, not last season, when we were in like the conference days, obviously we lost some players in January. But I feel like it's different. Now you're in a stage where it's like you don't need to sell in January. Unless someone comes in 30 mil, but everyone knows a player is going to be more expensive in January anyway. So I think we'll be fine. Well, unless they score no goals in like 
<laughs> 15 games, then yeah. <laughs> but if he's on fire, that yeah, will attract yeah. True. those other teams. Well, we asked you guys, what impressed you the most in the match on Saturday? Lou says, didn't look outclassed at all by West Ham. No weak link in the side or on the bench. Quality throughout the squad. So yeah. True. Nice strength and depth. It's, it's nice. And, and there was no weak link. Everyone put in a shift yeah. the weekend. Everyone played their part. And again, looking really good and positive for the weekend. Ethan says, the confidence of the team to press and move the ball uh, really well against the top Premier League side. Looked very competitive and comfortable for most of the game. Just lacked a bit of quality. But again, you look at the players you're playing against, it, it's hard. And, and to be fair, we created a few chances, which if you try, created them against West Ham, you probably got a fair play. Yeah, of course. Decent I mean, chances. Even that Harry Cornet chance as well. Yeah. Yeah, the Should one we pretty sure better around the that, keeper, but yeah. To be fair, but yeah, look, it was a good little move as well. So, yeah. Ad says, it didn't seem to be a weak weak link at all even after the change of the team didn't seem weaker the tempo was still the same and it doesn't look like we have anyone to rely on either I feel sorry for Nathan Jones because he's going to have himself a team selection headache every single week yeah, yeah. best sort of headache you can ever have I like it what it says there as well there's no one to rely on either everyone is taking responsibility on that pitch yeah which is great to see Simon says the almost telepathic understanding between the players at times Doughty played like he was in the testimonial year at Luton not a new recruit. Like you said, Batari was unreal in that, in that game on the weekend. Tom says, the new keeper impressed. We look solid at the front as well with a lot of options. Dion came on and has proved himself to be named on the team sheet. Oh, I agree with that. Mike says, we played with confidence against a very good side. Our usual high press, decent passing, created plenty of openings and have strength and depth and competition for places in every single position. Um, and Chris says, organisation and shape more than competed and, and looked decent against a very strong West Ham team that, let's be honest, was filled with like Nathan Jones' internationals and stars, really. So it just seems to be a really good positivity around yeah. us going into this first there's game of the season of the weekend. There's negative, is there, at all? I think there's no need, to, no need to be negative, is there, at all? We had a really decent end to last season, apart from the final result, you know. But more than we ever dreamed of. And we all believe we've built on top of that. You know, so going forward, I was very impressed on Saturday. I hope they play the same against Birmingham. Yeah. Can't wait. It's going to be a brilliant game on Saturday. And before we move on, we are delighted to say that on Friday, launching a brand new show. So you're going to get two of our podcasts per week. We're going to be doing a preview show uh, where we chat to opposition fans. It's going to be brilliant. Can't wait to do that. So make sure you're subscribing and, and turning on notifications so you don't miss that. That'll be live on Friday morning, I think. Friday morning. To get all the low down ahead of Birmingham. Um, before we move on and talk about the new keeper, uh, Ethan the keeper, um, Jacob's done some club news here on, on the running order. New kits were released. Dave, you've been quite vocal about these kits on Twitter, mate. Have I really? Yeah. Have I really? Yeah, Is the only reason I it. might be wearing this shirt this <laughs> evening? Um, yeah, look. Everybody, if you love the kits, good for you guys. Um, not very impressed with the home kit. I'm surprised you'd say good for you guys, but you're wrong. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not going to say that. Look, <laughs> That's what you say to me, Dave. I un- Well, true. <laughs> I particularly didn't like the home kit. I don't think it looks as classy as it could. The away kit, mm, but the third kit, yeah, I kind of like that. If yeah, I'm going to really buy, nice if I'm going to buy any of those, I'm buying the third kit. Don't like the second kit. Don't like the first kit. No, I think Umbro have kind of done a great job and utility, a brilliant job at shooting that video as well for the home kit launch. Really loved it. 
Um, didn't want to talk too long about kits, but a few more things to get through. Never asked me what my opinion was. Yeah, what was your opinion, Lembatara, mate, on the kits? Don't like it. <laughs> See? There See? We go. I'm Looks right. like basically someone's dropped bleach all over the front of it. <laughs> um, two players potentially siding for us in the coming days. One I'm very excited about. Um, the first one is a ribbon Peppel. Great. Have you seen his lo- have you seen his first name? It's longer than that. Yeah, it's a very long name. But this guy's clearly very highly thought of in, in Canada. Um Is he signing? Rumours had it, it was on trial, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that, but, but I've had nothing to It's just since. gone quiet since, isn't it? And Max Hagar from Brentford. Um he's been named on team sheets, which I think surely means he's signing, yeah. otherwise he'd be down as trialists and um you know, as working with Max last year, quite yep. excited by that. Yeah, he mm. said to me, I asked you the other day, didn't I? And uh, the pub, I said to you, what's he like? And you went, yeah, he's, you know, sometimes obviously he needs a bit more to his game, but he's, you said he's one of the He's be- definitely one of the got ones, potential, yeah. yeah. From watching Brentford be a lot last season, he's definitely one of the most talented from the squad. I was quite surprised he wasn't offered an extension. Mm. Yeah, he said that um, the day, yeah. With the B team, but maybe it's time for him to go out and prove look for himself. a club and, well, and prove himself, himself yeah. at, at championship level. And to be honest, from looking at him, I, I think we can be quite excited about that yeah, one for the good. future, one hundred percent, and a really nice guy. So, and it's yeah, it's good to see that we're you know making plans for our youth development yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever you want to call it. Uh, you know what I mean? But it's just yes, yeah, it's good. I mean, years ago we wouldn't have done that, would we? No, we wouldn't have really have a under twenty threes or a. Well, I don't even know it's an under twenty threes. You know what I mean? Development squad or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, it's yeah, it's brilliant. All positive, and one more thing, which I'm going to save to the end. That Adebayo potentially moving on to the MLS. Oh, if he goes there, he's crazy. <laughs> we'll save that to the end. Um, so producer Jacob wanted to talk about in the podcast today what we made of Ethan the Keeper's performance. <laughs> Ethan the um, Keeper, that's ridiculous. Ethan the Keeper. Ethan the Keeper. Learn his name. Ethan Horvath. We thought he was really strong. Um, we've had a number of keepers over the last few years. I think last season we played six across the whole season. This guy's going to be number one, isn't he? I think we said that the other week, Patari, didn't we? We, we said that Forrest were fans were quite disappointed to see him go. Yeah, so he played um, a bit from as well. He done yeah. well, by the sounds of it. He, I think he was very strong, and, and the games I've seen him play, he's been very strong in. So, yeah. But, you know, that also, you know, pushes up the competition yeah. for... And he can use both feet as well. Yeah. I felt I felt I felt quite safe on on the weekend yeah. with him in goal. So yeah, I'm quite excited about seeing how this yeah. progresses. What impressed you about his performance? I think, like I say, shot stopping yeah. was well brilliant. I mean, those saves that he made, especially those two, I can I can recall back in my head. But and uh, do you know what it is? It's the fact that like I just said it a second ago. He's both footed as well, mm-hmm. and his kicking's decent. And we've got a keeper with decent kicking. Well, hopefully good hands. We didn't really see a lot of him catching the ball and commanding and whatever. But I'm well, sure that's the will. point, isn't it? We haven't seen that yeah, sort of issue you, you right now. You will see it eventually, yeah. Yeah, but he, I think you can have the looked, confidence that yeah. he'll do it well. And he's a big goalkeeper. I think he's, what, six foot four or whatever. Which is nice. Yeah. So he should be able to command his yeah, box. Yeah, and he more. looks a, like a, an athlete. Not like you get some goalkeepers, like from years ago, they look like, I don't know, fridges and just used to <laughs> stand there and just fridges. take whacks for a living. But no, he looks like he could be a decent athlete. Well, we asked you what you made of his performance at the weekend. Sam says, very strong start. Distribution was good too. Hopefully see him command a bit more from the back as he grows into the team, which is, I guess, what you just kind of touched yeah. on there, Batara. 
Jeremy says he's a good shot stopper. Excellent, in fact. Not convinced he'll command his box or come for crosses. How can you say that if we haven't? Why, why are you not? We need convinced? to see first. Yeah, I think you need to see more. I'm, I'm the opposite of that. I think if you, if you're a good shot stopper, why can't you be as good as that? Strong in the air and mm. catching. He's a good um, size, isn't he? So, but don't forget also, it, it depends on the quality of your defence in front of him as well. And I think we're going to be all right. I think mm. that comes down to confidence as well. If he's confident yeah. for coming for crosses and stuff, and let's hope we're fine. Darren says, outstanding one-on-one save. Other than that, didn't have much to do. Did the basics okay, but his kicking was a bit suspect at times. Ooh, so you just said his right. kicking was all right. So, it's all right. But Darren knows. Tony says, vast improvement on last season's shenanigans in the goalkeeper department. I think this year, hopefully, we've nailed it with goalkeepers. hope so. That's what we got. Look, it's still, well, it's still early. Con- I think you need some consistency, yeah. don't you? That's what you do need. You need a, you need a, a keeper that's going to play all the time. And he's your number one choice, no matter what, with the exception of those cup games that he might get arrested at. Jason says he was solid, have so much confidence in him and think he will give defence big confidence. The one-on-one save from Antonio was brilliant. True. Mike says he gives us a presence at the back and those two saves in the second half were top draw. Understanding with the defence will improve in time uh, So and so will his accuracy of his long passing. Very happy with him as our first choice keeper. Um, and, and there's no reason not to be. And Heather said, I liked him, looking forward to seeing what he can do next season. So it's definitely one of them players that will, I think, potentially grow and grow with us, hopefully, and then get him on a permanent at the end of the year. Why not? Especially if we get promoted. Well, um, and one final one, Chaz says, very impressed, more concerned about the protection in front of him. Obviously, we saw the back three the other day was um, Burke... Bradley and Osho, Osho, Osho I yeah, think it I was, think with was. Bree and Doughty the other side of him. Yeah. Um, what do you think we need to do in the transfer window still? Another centre-half. Yeah. 100%, yeah. I think when we go like onto the whole thing about strength and depth, I think, yeah, we have got strength and depth, but I think we're lacking a little bit in the centre-back department. Do you reckon just one more? One more? Yeah, I'd say so. I, like I said last week, I can see... Murray Bell occasionally playing at left centre back if we need him because I think obviously with Doughty's fit I think you might see a bit more of him yeah And but yeah look, I, I mean I don't know but maybe we need another centre half what do you reckon Dave? I sort of agree I, I'm out of the back uh, Osho didn't do it for me he's not been He's been sort of a bit sus, but you I know. thought he looked okay. Though, well, I've seen. I, I think a couple of times he looks a bit sus, but over that, are we going to recruit anymore? I don't know. I think Nathan Jones made it clear we wanted to get an attacking midfielder in, and I think yeah, we so were clearly after the Wimbledon lad that went to Huddersfield. Oh, really? Um, oh, he went there, did he? So he went to Huddersfield. If he was yeah. after an attacking midfielder, that says he's happy with his defenders. I think he said defender as well, but I think that was more like you know what he always says. We're not just bringing in, we're bringing in real quality that maybe he was one of them and now he's gone. It's like, there's no one else. It was either him or nothing. So maybe it is now just going to one more defender to come in to replace Naismith. It has to be, has to be, doesn't it? I mean, we've got enough number 10s, haven't we, really? Surely, Berry, Clark, play there. Woodrow. Woodrow. What do we need another one for? Wow. I just think he was... When you talk about a squad like that, it's amazing, isn't it? I Mm. love it. Can't wait. Um... Before we move on then to the next bit, first five league game, producer Jack has put down here, Birmingham, Burnley, Preston, Bristol City, Swansea, 
five massively tough games. But how do you see how do you see a start in this season? Start of the I think every game is going to be hard. I think there's no easy games in this league at all. I think it's a really tough league. Um, it's a very difficult one, isn't it? Because I'm hopeful that we might win our home games and maybe get one or two points from the away games. Three tough, tough away games, though, you're I looking at the list there. Burnley, Burnley are not going to be rollover, are they? So that's going to be a tough one. Um, Bristol, they're on the up, aren't they, as well? Um, Hopefully not. Well, I think they are. I think their fans actually think yeah. they are. And Swans is always a tough one. So anything, we, if we can get a point out of any of those games or each of, each of those games, that'd be amazing. Look, if we, just, if we start strong in those five games, we pick up like a good amount of points and go on a good run there. I used to say, like, you know, well, but you can't got, get carried away for the rest of the season. Well, this, the point is this, that Nottingham Forest had a terrible start to last season yeah. and look where they ended up. Yeah, true. So, you know, it's not the be-all and end-all we don't get all the points, but you want to get as many as you can. Just stake your position by winning at least two or three of your first yeah. games. So the final thing to touch on before we call today's one, and maybe a little bit earlier than, than usual, reports today saying that Wayne Rooney and DC United have offered, or going to offer, $5 million <laughs> to him. try and bring Adebayo. <laughs> Let him offer $5 million. $5 million US dollars? What well, that, that what's worth? that? It's about three million, million pounds. Is it even that? God knows. Do you generally that's, that's think Wayne Rooney believes he can get Adebayo for that much money? No, that's an insult. No, five million. I think I don't know. Dollars. There's more chance. <laughs> there's more chance of me playing centre forward for Luton Town than there is of Adebayo going to America. Why would he go to America at this time in his career? He's still young. He's got lots to prove. And you know what? If he proves, who's? How many times will a Premier League team? go to Washington, D.C., whoever he is, and go, oh, well, we'll take him now because he's played really well against old people or older people. I mean, let's... No, yeah, because... Okay, forget your centre-forward <laughs> playing in the Premier League. No, 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 no what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is people from this country normally are at the end of their Premier League career or whatever, yeah, and, they, and they go to America. Why would he go there now? He'd be much better to stay here with us for a bit longer because if we don't go up, someone's going to come in for him um, and you know look at our track record with players mm-hmm. why would he leave so unless it's 15 20 million he ain't going nowhere and when I saw that report earlier I, my heart was in my mouth a bit until I saw it was DC United and then instantly I was like yeah, yeah. oh not a chance he's going to go there because like you said I think for him even he'll look at that move and just go that's if no, that's not right for me if he's got ambition to get to the Premier League and get to the top which I think he'll have no problem doing he's not going to go there is he no, oh, of course mate, he's he I got told at work by one of the boys at work and as soon as he said I looked at him and, yeah good joke mate and he went no seriously it's going around on Twitter and I said yeah alright however I said I don't believe that crap can, no I put, way. can I put however in there Go on. what if they offer him a crap load of money to go you know you know if you're gar- I reckon Nathan- if you're guaranteed X million pounds a year mm-hmm. and you're his age and at Luton you're earning thousands of pounds a week Rather than ten to twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand pound a week, then you'd go there, wouldn't you? Nathan Jones will say to him, "Give me one more year, and you'll earn double that in the Premier League with a with a better team, DC United." That's what he'll say. Yeah, and he'll do it. Should we all start chipping in, pay pay more towards his wages? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> let's not do that. Please don't go. <laughs> he's not going. Uh, listen, he's not going to go to America. Uh, surely, if, not. if he goes from us, he's got to be an upward move. He's got to be a a better team than we're in and I would say 
his next move, if he's not with us, will be Premier League at yeah. some point. And it, even if it's not one of the top teams, it will be a team that's in the Premier League rather than... In the same way that, and I've said this before, in the same way that Tony went to Brentford um, and things like that. My main worry with Adebayo is if Ivan is to leave Brentford at any stage, that Brentford go, will take Elijah. That worries me. Tell your work colleagues they can't have him. Then my girlfriend will never let me live it down if they sign sign our best player. But, you know, not going right, to happen. Mate. Not going to happen. Just leave her. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Amber, if you're listening to this, I do She'll be listening. No chance. But anyway. Um, let's... That was a joke, by the way. That was a joke. <laughs> yeah, don't leave her. Let's finish by talking about Saturday very quickly. Luton v Birmingham, first game of the season. I think Friday we're going to go into this a lot more detail in the preview show, but football is back, guys. I'm really excited for it. Full house, um, full house, full house. Not going to be there, unfortunately, but you guys will be, and it's yeah, going to be a tough game I think, against Birmingham. We've got a point to prove, haven't we? We've got a point to prove from last season. So I'm hoping that full house, the atmosphere will be amazing. The players will react to that, and we'll have a great day. That's all I'm hoping for. Yeah, the three points are important as well. Three points are important. You We've know what? got to do them this year. <laughs> I, I, no, not really. Sorry, <laughs> it's the coughs back. I always think, you know, you should, just for morale, you want to win your first game of the season. Luckily for us, it's at home. Yeah. If we get three points on the run, we're going to be having a great time. So let's just get the first one out of the way. Let's get the three points and have a great day. That's what I'm looking forward to. Good stuff. Looking forward to it. And looking forward to bringing you a brand new podcast on Fridays before every Saturday game, previewing the Saturday fixture. Um, so keep your eyes out for that over the next few days. Uh, guys, that's all we've got time for today. Thanks so much for joining me. It's been good good to be back and just season getting yeah, underway again. It's exciting, game, isn't it? Next time we speak, the first time, first game of the season we've passed and we're three points on the board with a plus say. five goal difference. So I'm quite excited about that, to be fair. I'm more excited about my uh, late birthday present of the third strip. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh shit! I've got to be birth present around Dave. Yeah, <laughs> it's the third strip. It only got released today. I forgot, I forgot, I'll, I'll I give forgot you time. the uh, bag of stuff that you asked to bring around as well. I just need to clarify <laughs> that. <laughs> okay, nothing like. When that, you agreed. say bag of stuff, you mean the two invitations yes, I gave you? Yeah. Yes, yeah, the ones that you left at the pub. I oh, saw oh. you didn't, but yeah, we won't go there. Anyway, going way. You know topic. who you are. Bag of stuff. Um, yeah, okay, what okay. are you thinking? Let's move on and end the podcast today. Thank you so much for listening. Get us on YouTube. If you've never watched us before, uh, search Owen the Town on YouTube and you can see Batara's beautiful hair and Dave's beautiful old uh, <laughs> Luton shirt. I was going to say, beautiful old Luton shirt. Dave's beautiful old Luton shirt. Yeah. Original one. Yeah, cool. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Join us on Friday for our next podcast and we'll see you then. <laughs>